At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN is in the middle of 56 hours of free video coverage here on vsin.com. Coming up tomorrow, we've got every angle and analysis of the big game covered for you, starting bright and early with Point Spread Sunday, then the Lombardi line, followed by an exclusive one on one interview with Brent Musburger and legendary sports better Billy Walters. It's an exclusive one hour interview only on vsin. Then we've got you covered all the way up to kickoff with our pregame coverage during the game. Our BetCast that will tell you what props are cashing during the game as well as helping make your in-game bets. And we'll also, if we have any officiating concerns to come up during that game, we'll be pitching it out here to the Circa Studios with Mike Pereira. We'll be here watching every yes. flag, yes. every replay, every expedited review, every Expedi- video assistance. I mean, the guys don't officiate in the field anymore. For God. <laughs> the expedited <laughs> Mike, you, you are fully into the Vegas spirit. It's, it's Super Bowl weekend, and we, we thank you for we, – we even moved you on the desk so you wouldn't have to crane your neck back and forth. We're, we're really trying to show you, our, you know, the, the V-SIN hospitality uh, that, that we come to know and love. And I know – I mean, it's a crazy time for you because you're, you're new, newly named ahead of officiating for the USFL. Yeah. And it's I, like we're going to turn the corner from the Super Bowl, and all of a sudden that season starts in just a couple months. I mean, it, it, it really used to be when championship game ended, if Fox didn't have the Super Bowl, I was done. I mean, I was done until – the middle of August till our first preseason game, our one and only preseason game. Now I'm thinking about, okay, USFL, we're going to crank up in the middle of April and and um, and we're going to come up with some new technology and we're going to have some difference of rules, little difference of NFL rules, but a little bit of like rules that I always wanted to get past, but I mm-hmm. never could. <laughs> so we're going to, it's like the rules committee was a committee of one for the USFL, me. Nice. So all those damn... NFL rules that I didn't like there changed them. Yes. There we go. So, All right. We can't wait to watch the USFL now. It's no, going to be really cool. I will tell you, both NBC and Fox are really committed to this. And, and uh, you know, Fox is the big backer of it. But, mm-hmm. I mean, you're going to think that you are watching an NFL championship game with the music, with the cameras, and the new technologies that we'll use. It's really going to be terrific. And, I think it's it's going to be when you watch it, you're going to be like, wow, I'm like, I'm watching big time football here, even though the level of play will be a step below the NFL. But the way that it's going to be presented by Fox and, and NBC is going to be great. Well, Ben and I uh, had the honor to do our the XFL betcast ah, for, uh, for us yeah. here at Beeson uh, before yeah. Yeah. before the pandemic and. Uh, 
we're both looking forward to the USFL yeah, yeah. reboot for sure. I was talking to Derek here at the hotel, and uh, hopefully we'll see behind us here in this big, magnificent uh, sports book here, we'll see USFL games on uh, when the middle of April hits. I, I'm sure Look, we, I'm just, sure we it's will. It's a football crazy town. <laughs> yeah. you know, we, we, know, we know how that goes. Well, you mentioned, I mean, the ex, you said you're going to be here for every expedited review and all. That's kind of a new thing that it's maybe some of the casual NFL fans and betters are not really used to, and it's something that, Unless you are even thinking actively about officiating, you might not even know that's going on. That's the whole point of the expedited right. um, review, and we've seen it essentially eliminate you know, major, major errors on the field that can just be quickly overturned without the whole formal process. You know, speeding up the game. We certainly right. uh, understand why that that has happened. Uh, there have been a couple games though this year where it's, it's almost felt like at times New York is basically officiating the game and not the guys on the field <laughs> because of the amount of errors that have been made. Are we like what is the the What's the perfect balance of, of using that expedited review to, to not go too heavy-handed on it from New York's point of view? I mean, that's a really interesting question because I say this, and I say it even though people get mad at me, the officiating people get mad at me, but I, I think the group of 120-some-odd officials that they have right now are really the best group, maybe the best group they've ever had top to bottom, but the officiating isn't as good. So what's why? And, mm-hmm. and, and so I, I really think that while it's great, this expedited review things and, and the video assistant and replay that expanded and took on more things, um, it's taken the responsibility somewhat away from the officials on the field. And so it's developed a natural hesitancy, you know, because you know somebody else could eventually make that decision. And we saw it quite a few times in the playoff game. One, one play, and I don't remember, I seemed to be it was in the Arizona game, but anyways, it was a ruling on the field of was it a catch, was it a fumble? They didn't even and make a ruling. And it was five minutes later before they yeah. even made a ruling. I mean, yeah. Yeah. and so they got all this input, and they finally said, okay, the ruling on the field is a catch and a fumble backwards out of bounds after five yeah, minutes. Right. And then what did McVay do? He challenged it. Right. So then and after they had all that input from New York and everything, what happened? <laughs> they reversed the call on the field, and McVay won the challenge. Uh. I, I just worry... I just worry that, you know, it's just changed so dramatically that the officiating itself isn't as good as it should be because of all of this. And, <laughs> and you know, it saves some time, and I get it. But back in my day, honestly, now it's a long time ago. This was before replay. If you threw a pass interference flag, you had to get your flag, and you had to then adjust it and get it to the spot where the foul occurred. And it was, that was your job. So you had that in your mind. Now it's like you throw the flag and then a voice comes in. The foul was at the 23. Move your flag to the 23. You know, or they rule a guy out of bounds at the 33 and they go, move the ball to the 35. You know, so it's just like, it's just different right now. And while I, the concept's good and it has saved times and it's changed a lot of calls on the field, I think it's changing calls that wouldn't have been made wrong in the first place if they were all still totally responsible. Mm-hmm. I have a little more of a fun question here oh, for good. you, Mike. Good. So let, let's go back to the NFC Championship game real quick. Where, where Sean McVay made two very questionable challenges. Oh, no kidding. We'll, we'll, we'll put it very, we'll put it very politely. <laughs> there. They were really bad. They were really bad challenges. Yeah. So, so when, when, when they were the challenges that we were in the booth, Troy, Joe, and I, and we were like. <laughs> you know, and you then you wanted to go on air. He, he challenged that? that. Yeah. I'm so, sorry. so, so when 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 that happens, like obviously it's one reaction when you're in the booth with, with Joe and Troy. But when you were the head of the officiating and you and you saw something like this, is like, what's your reaction when a coach challenges a plate? It's like, all right, this has no chance of being overturned. What, what what's the reaction? Well, the reaction is, is how could they let it happen? I mean, most of the guys, most of the clubs do have a replay person mm-hmm. that sits in the coach's booth, and they don't have the access to all the frame-by-frame frame shots, but they're pretty good at, at giving the information to the head coach on, you know, on whether or not he should challenge something. And, you know, in the situation with, with Sean, with McVeigh, it's like, you know, at one point it's like, okay, do I challenge this, and is it going to be a first down? And you know, it's a high—it's a high-profile play. Do right. I do it? And maybe emotion creeps in, and he tries to do it. But you know, 
coaches never wanted the responsibility of having to challenge. I mean, they wanted they wanted more of the college system to where the college would make the the replay official would make the, the decisions on basically all the plays. Um, and some of them are just like Mike Martz. I mean, Mike Martz. I mean, he. I think one game he threw the challenge flag before the kickoff, before the ball was kicked. You know, and you're like, he felt like he had always had a free one to start with, so he like challenge a one yard play, and then I'd go, "What are you doing? You know, what are you doing?" But it's it's kind of kind of funny. I mean, because I was there in 1999 when we brought replay back was in 86 to 91, the brainchild, mm-hmm. really, of Art McNally, who right. just got into the Hall of Fame, who I'm just so thankful for, the first official to get into Canton. Um, but he was 86 to 91, and, you know, then in 99, you know, when we brought it back in, um, it was it was really a tough adjustment, but it was all facts. You know, it was ground line playing. Now it's do you have the ball long enough to be considered a runner? Is it a catch? All that judgment part that right. is, to me, it's kind of overstepped its original bounds. Well, it's interesting too because you just think about we obviously there are things we're always going to nitpick and be critical of, you know, with how things are currently officiated. But you think back to and we had the three year stretch of the the force out rule, oh. which was just, <laughs> I mean, yeah, now look, as, a, as a Packer fan, it got your team got in the playoffs. The playoffs, thanks to. <laughs> One Josh McCown, I remember that, the Week 17 Cardinal Viking game in 2003. But, like, you think about things like that, the whole, you know, the, the, the replay being taken out only to be brought back, and just some of the big, like, macro-scale things that today seem like, how did we even ever go without it? So, I, yeah, I, mean, I feel like, in your view, it, even though there are things we can nitpick, you have to feel like this is as good as it's no, been, it, right? No, it, it's good. But I do think it's gone a little too far, but it's never going to go back. But you talk about force outs. I mean, a quick story. So, my last year on the field, 1997, Playoff game, the Chiefs and the and the Broncos pass in the end zone in the fourth quarter to Gonzalez, and he's hit, and it goes out of bounds. And the question is, is it a force out or not? And it's between me and my second year and a head linesman who's been in for 24 years. And it was really a tough call. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm down at the pylon and the, the inline. He's there, and I look to him to see what he had because he's the veteran, and he gave me one of these. <laughs> He gave me one of those, oh, and good. I said, oh, Jesus. So then I, uh, I, like, rule it incomplete, which turned out to be the right call. Right. But in grading, everybody's graded for everything. When it came down to the grade, you get a CC for a correct call. You get an IC for an incorrect call. You get an NC for a no call. I was the only official that got, I got a GG for that call. And when I the form the paper the the grades came I got a GG I asked the people in New York the the super what's a GG and they said good guess <laughs> so I'm the only official that ever got a good guess and it was my last game because oh, I that's so I went into the office out. I went into the office after and that now ER it's 2022. 25 years later, and you're gonna, you know, you're gonna be with us on the desk tomorrow. Amazing, it's gonna be great. It's amazing, it's gonna be, it's gonna great. be great. Well, thank you so much for look. There are there are only a certain amount of shows that could appreciate this. We, Jeff and I, we we oh, could not yeah. appreciate enough you giving us some of the some of the stories and, and the time because it's just fantastic. Happy you're gonna to be back it. here tomorrow. Happy to do it. How about that? Uh, Beeson Big Game Betcast featuring Mike Pereira for every expedited review. We we're gonna use you. Don't worry. We're gonna. We're yeah, gonna I know. Money. And then you might hear from me what you don't. Hear from Fox. It might be, I don't know. (laughs) That might be my favorite line tomorrow. What do you think of that? I don't know. All right. (laughs) Thank you so much to Mike. We're going to come back. Continue our Super Bowl preview next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. This segment of VSIN Bet Center is brought to you by Zin Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No, no more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, and no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zin Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and many more. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zin, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zin. So head on over to Zin.com find to locate a store near you. That's ZYN.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemicals. We welcome you back. Thanks again, Mike Pereira. Uh, cannot wait for the the betcast tomorrow, Jeff. And uh, Mike, he's he's going to be here. We're just keeping his seat warm. But what an outstanding uh, couple of segments! It's awesome, Mike. It's awesome. It was that definitely fun for us? And oh, it was fun absolutely. for everyone listening out there as well. I, I I am absolutely rooting for McVeigh to make a horrible challenge yeah. in this game. Now I am. Well, we have there are some, so you cannot bet on the the number of penalties. Those are, were offshore ten mm. and a half, but there are some props you can bet. Like you and I, Jeff, uh, we are, and there was actually one coaching related prop that I have made actually in my account. I like it, but, but you and I, Jeff, but we, we are fascinated by coaching and in-game decisions. So everybody else, the public can bet their overs and their yardage props and their touchdown props. We're looking at kickers, Jeff. Yes. We're looking at officials. We're looking at coaches, <laughs> challenges and timeouts. Uh, so we'll, we'll throw up uh, the coaches prop bets and you see some of these, uh, the, the officiating related ones as evidenced by the roughing the passer penalty, will there be one called? Uh, the S is even money. The no is minus 120. And then the, the minus 110 split their team to commit the first accepted and enforced penalty. So it, it has to be a penalty that is accepted. Can't just be a defensive offsides that, uh, you know, that is declined because of a first down or something. Now, any of those fun, uh, fun prop bets you, you want in on there, Jeff? So I, I did consider, I did consider no coaches challenges. I consider the other element of this. Yeah, the coach's challenge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I considered that from from a from a coaching prop bet scenario here, uh, including the penalties to use the timeout. By the way, the Rams have been bet up in that market. They're now minus one twenty five. I checked that during the break, just to see if that came back okay. to minus one ten. It's back to minus one twenty five because Sean McVay has wasted more timeouts than anyone, and Paul Carr had the stat for us on the numbers game. He Sean McVay. And his coaching career in L.A. has wasted an average of three timeouts a game. Which is astronomical. Unbelievable. Astronomical for the the NFL. So, look, could could the Bengals have one where their headset doesn't work and Burrow doesn't know what the play is and they have to burn one? Sure. But this is, that's a, the, the first timeout one is the most fun sweat to me. Because it legitimately can happen on any play. Any play. Heck, we've seen teams, again, I don't don't think it'll happen in the Super Bowl, but we've seen teams in the past before the first play of the game have to burn a timeout 
Because they weren't ready. I know the Jets with Sanchez did that once. Uh, t- uh, uh, Todd Haley with Brody Croyle at quarterback. Oh, wow. week, week one in week one in Baltimore, two thousand nine. To, to open the season. To open the season. Good. Call I. It was at least two timeouts on the first drive of the game because Great. Brody Croyle could not even call a play. Good. Like he, they had like they had multiple delay of games they had to take a timeout for. No. So look, that's a fun sweat. I, look, I don't think there's going to be a roughing the passer in this game unless if it is yeah, just absolutely blatant. It isn't like it was when it was the point of emphasis year. Like, that made sense to bet the yes that year. You're only getting even money on a yes? No way. I think yeah. laying $1.20 is actually the way to go there, which probably means someone's getting a, getting a face mask of Stafford on the first play and, and, and jack that up. But... Uh, look, uh, it's it, it, it's fun. I don't want to bet. I actually did consider betting the Rams on the first and fourth penalty, but ended up laying off uh, just just because the Bengals' defense is heavily penalized. And if the Rams have the ball first, a defensive hold or something like that, a PI could be in play. But look again, like the officials, especially starting that Kansas City Buffalo game. Heck, we didn't even mention up. I mentioned it with 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 Mike Pereira. And Carl Sheffers is a referee who is known to throw flags. And yes, it's the all-star crew. Yes, it's a little bit different. But there were multiple points where it does feel did feel like in that San Francisco Ram game, where if it was a regular season game, Sheffers would have thrown some flags, mm-hmm. either for holding or for roughing the passer. And he just didn't do it. And for Ron Torbert, who, by the way, a Harvard Law grad as well. Very, he's, an, he's an attorney. He's an attorney, one of one of two of the current attorneys in the NFL. Blakeman, the other. Yep, there was a, a run where it seemed like everyone was an attorney or a high school a high school uh, principal. Uh, Shout well, out Pete Morelli right there. Uh, according to John Madden, I mean, Ed Hockley was, <laughs> is a lawyer too, but uh, that's a whole other story. Yeah, that, that's still one of the <laughs> finest moments in broadcast <laughs> history, if you know what we're talking about. But, but look, I, it really, I, it really is fascinating to see. Like, biggest stage for Torbert as an official. Uh, they have Carl Johnson uh, on that crew, who has been in multiple Super Bowls and is also the only full-time employee as an official for the league as well. So it's going to be interesting to see. Like, we always talk about. We talk about players maybe not being up for the moment or being nervous. Maybe you see guys who are in their first Super Bowl officiating the game be nervous. So uh, it's just it's just fascinating to, to see. And again, it's a little tough betting those. Like again, very interest, very fun sweats. More coin flippy more than anything, Ben. Right. And there's a reason that who the team to draw the first penalty is that's, a coin flip. It should there's be, a reason it should that's the case. Flip. It should be minus one ten each way. I'm glad or though, minus one oh five if right. you have a dime if you have a dime there. I'm glad you mentioned the Sean McVay unnecessary timeouts because that is an angle I have used in a bet. Oh yeah. It is the either team to use all six timeouts prop, Jeff. Hmm. And this I so on the East Coast it's a great of these prop. markets, East Coast, this was about plus one eighty that I was seeing. Will Hill opened this William Hill, the only book in the Nevada's jurisdiction, for those of you watching us in Nevada that that, uh, that offered this prop, they opened it plus two eighty before before I could, as I'm, you know, as I'm shopping around, before I could even get down on this, it had already gone down to plus two thirty-five. So I have this in my account at plus two thirty-five. Still, believe that to me, Jeff, is a great number. But Sean McVay, as you, as you alluded to, something that we have touched on throughout the week, averaging three unnecessary time, and we we deem unnecessary timeouts as the essentially the operational timeouts that are not due to clock management. It's all simply because of of, of operations. But part of this is is not only you know, you're handicapping both teams as well, Jeff, because you, it's not you know you want to have a, a belief that this could happen to either team. What's interesting is that Zach Taylor, who comes from the Sean McVay coaching tree, is a former assistant of his. He and the Bengals have been one of the teams on offense who have used the third most operational type penalty, uh, operational type timeouts all season. They have the, they have the third most. Uh, but but here's the thing: as far as their efficiency, you can actually chart efficiency on post timeout plays. The Bengals were remarkably efficient. They had the be- the fifth highest efficiency on the third most uh, plays after these operational timeouts, which essentially is a, you know, a fancy way Jeff of saying the Bengals are okay with taking timeouts, especially like let's say it's in the first half or even early in the, in the second half when you certainly don't want to be using operational timeouts. The Bengals are okay with that because they have a lot of trust in their scheme of getting good plays out of those timeouts and there is, you know, we can debate, go you know, back and forth on this all day, Jeff. And we, you and I both are in agreement that, like, aren't you better off just taking a delay a game if it's early and a half and it's, you know, 
third and 12 versus third. Just just take the delay of game. Well, just don't, but it all depends on the situation. Depends on the situation. The point being, Cincinnati is, has been one of the teams who's been much more aggressive on just calling the timeout, scheming a play for, for Joe Burrow as quarterback, and having trust in that being the system that will work. So you combine that with the fact that Sean McVay has been has just he has been a, a guy at the top of the charts when it comes to wasting his timeouts. That profit plus two thirty five, Jeff. I, I, I that's a good number. I, I'm I believe. stunned it was that high. I, I mean, I don't just, know what it is we, now. We, but it's look, been, we, it's we, been we, bet down. Look, we just saw in the NFC title game, Sean McVay legitimately set two timeouts on fire. Yeah, in the second half. And here's the thing too. A, a lot of the, you know, I guess the. The second half, the where this gets tricky is the second half handicap because you yeah. you have to believe this is going to probably be a one score game for the now it doesn't have to be that way necessarily, but you would think that is where a team is going to be for both teams are much more likely to use all of their timeouts in the second half if it's a it's a tight game. So it's a little bit of a multi tiered handicap, Jeff. That to me that's why it's a little bit longer priced simply because it's not. It, it's not as basic as just all right. These team, these coaches are using more timeouts than the other team. Game flow is is dependent on it, but it is the Super Bowl. This is a tightly lined game. We expect it to be relatively close. The only worry I would have, Jeff, is in a scenario where you get a blowout on either side and you just see teams just pocket the timeouts in the second half. That's the only worry I'd really have. I feel pretty confident that both teams are going to go into the halftime locker room using all three of their first half timeouts, that's for sure. I feel pretty good about the Rams using all three, for sure. I feel <laughs> Maybe in the first quarter. No, for you. just again, like Sean McVay is and this is this has been one thing for his whole career. He has been like we said, average of three wasted timeouts a game. It's incredible. Incredible. Yeah. And look, again, it's there's a reason that the Rams got bet in that first timeout mark. There's a reason yeah. that but that's hey, look, look, look. That's actually it's, my favorite prop of the whole Super Bowl. No, I'm not going to be, I'm gonna be price, honest with you. Ben, at that, pro, at that price, it's darn good. We'll see. We'll see if it will. Come on. We, we're going to be rooting for field goals and timeouts. Let's go. That's, that's what we want in the go. Super Bowl. That's what you get with us here on Beast Bet Center. Up next, Dwayne Colucci joins us on the Rampart Race and Sportsbook to discuss everything from behind the counter. This is Bet Center on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Play Dog the Films Tatum versus Dog. 50 yard fetch for free for a shot to win a share of $10,000 on February 14th. Catch cash with Channing Tatum when you make your predictions in this free to play pool and we'll be donating an additional $10,000 to Tech for Heroes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Dog the Film now to join the action. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. As our 56 hours of Super Bowl coverage continues right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We're back with Jeff Parles. I'm Ben Wilson. What a fun show it has been already tonight with the hit king, Pete Rose, joining us in hour one. Mike Pereira, longtime NFL head of officiating, and he will be on our desk tomorrow for the VSIN Big Game Betcast coming by in hour two and now in hour three. It would not be a bet center uh, on an NFL uh, weekend, Jeff, without our guy, Dwayne Colucci. Of course. From the Rampart Race and Sportsbook in beautiful Summerlin. Give him a follow on Twitter at NYBookieDwayne. Such a pleasure as always, Dwayne. I, I just I can feel the excitement. We haven't even brought you in yet. I, I can tell, though, you're an excited man for what's going to be going down uh, to your, uh, your shop there tomorrow. How's the action been as we've started to see more of the handle come in here with Super Bowl weekend now underway? Yeah, it's been steady, Ben, and I'll tell you, it is an exciting weekend. Not going to get much sleep tonight, that's for sure. And, uh, you know, the crowd has been very steady. Lots and lots of prop action at my shop, I have to say. There were there was a guy today that he almost bet every single prop that was on the board. He was <laughs> at the window. I'm stunned it wasn't me. I'm surprised it wasn't you, Jeff. But uh, I'll be honest with you, great prop action. We had a few uh, guys that were uh, laying and and taking points with the Rams. And, you know, it's just, it's such a fun time and lots of questions being asked, which definitely means a lot of new faces getting involved in gambling and sports gambling, which is definitely important for our lifeline at the Rampart and South Point. But yeah, with 19 pages of props, guys, it's been steady and we're sitting at four and a half still, Uh, you know, definitely the 105 big is helping us with the straight action. Don't forget, we have that 105 at the Rampart and South Point, which is very unique and one of the best deals in town when you're talking about the big game. 
Well, absolutely, Dwayne. And it's uh, again, it's a, it's a fun lead up to the game. And I again, I'm still stunned I wasn't the person who bet every single prop in the prop book up there. Someone would have lost some money on that uh, on that bet. But uh, <laughs> in all seriousness, though, Dwayne, uh, the props obviously uh, uh, account for a big chunk of the handle of this game. You uh, I expect it to be more than well, more than half uh, now at this point, Dwayne. But what are some props that have been popular bets at your shop? And when this is all said and done, how much uh, of the actual handle at your at, at your shop do you think will be on the props? Yeah, that's a great question, Jeff. And we had quite a few props that have been, uh, you know, pounded down or bet up, uh, so to speak, at my shop. And uh, one of them definitely was the field goal prop. We have a field goal prop where will the longest field goal uh, you know, or more points in the game. It's basically a total proposition. So if there's a 53-yard field goal that is kicked, there has to be 53 or more points scored. So we had that at plus 220, the, long, the field goal being longer, and now it's only plus 140. So we're seeing a lot of action there, definitely. Sacks also have been a major attraction. We have a total of over five and a half sacks. And knowing what uh, happened to Joe Burrow in the last few games, a lot of the Sharps were jumping on the over on the sacks. And definitely the alternate point spreads. I had a guy who was, uh, you know, taking the Rams with points and laying big money today, you know, uh, for a smaller basic win payoff and lots and lots of props. You know, the MVP first touchdown scored. Those are always very popular. Will there be a safety? You know, even the coin toss, a lot of people are entertained by that. And we only have a 102 VIG on that at the Rampart and South Point, which is very, very competitive with most of the shops in town. You know, under in the first quarter is usually a popular wager uh, as well. And you have the three consecutive scores or three consecutive pumps. Those are also very popular. So, you know, when you have 19 pages, Jeff, you get a lot of people that are dipping and dabbling in different things. So it's just an awesome time. And I would say, yeah, definitely the prop action will supersede the game this year, I believe, unless we get, uh, you know, a very strong straight wager on either the Rams or the Bengals, which is totally possible with right. the minus 105. Let's keep that in mind. You know, that that is that is fascinating when, when you break it down like that. And the other thing, too, Dwayne, while again, this might not be a typical you know, handle based on what you talked about with all the props and the money coming in there, but on the total here, you in, in conjunction with the South Point, your book down to 48, uh, I believe looking at the market, Dwayne, you're, you're the first book to go that low. We saw some of the early money come into that under, but it appears, Dwayne, the betters are still taking a nibble there at, uh, at the under in this game, putting you guys down to 48. Yeah, definitely, Ben. And you saw that Jimmy Vaccaro posted a $110,000 straight bet. I believe that was 48 and a half. So, yes, we're seeing a lot of under action. That'll do it. <laughs> the old, the old, hey, the old Jimmy tweet. Uh, that never fails. Yeah. Jeff knows that better than anybody. I yeah. look, uh, the, the, some of the best memories of, uh, of working here are when Jimmy just randomly walks in on his own and, oh, it's and, great. and goes, hey, kid, I got a, I got a big bet for you. And, Shows us a ticket that's uh, a, a, of yeah, uh, a big wager like that. that. <laughs> Absolutely. Dwayne. And I try to follow suit. I tell you guys, I tweet out, you know, the action that we have at our property as well. You know, uh, it, it's it's a good marketing tool to just show of course. that a brick-and-mortar shop that, like us and the South Point, will take these big bets. Dwayne, uh, I, I, let, let, let's, uh, let's just go to your, your, your handicapping hat here for a second. What do you think is going to happen in the game? What, what, what are your thoughts going into this one? Well, Jeff, I'll tell you, this is a tough Super Bowl, basically, to handicap, and I'll tell you why. First of all, the Rams do have a home field, so you have to take that into consideration when you're handicapping the game. Uh, it is in SoFi. There's going to be way more Ram fans, in my opinion, than Cincinnati fans making that long commute. And, uh, you know, I, I believe that defense is going to be very important in this game. And definitely Cincinnati cannot fall behind the way they did against Kansas City because, uh, you know, to just keep coming back and coming back in the second half, I mean, they make superior adjustments, don't get me wrong, but this is a different situation. And I think both quarterbacks will be a little tentative to start because let's keep in mind, Stafford hasn't been there either. 
So, you know, there's mm-hmm. definitely going to be some jitters early on in the game. Uh, I think we're going to see a couple of punts before you start to see rhythm take over. And I think the defenses are going to be very, very strong in this game. I actually like the game under. And I, I, I got to say, I would probably take the points because I think Cincinnati is going to start a little stronger. They're going to make an emphasis on this. And, uh, you know, the Rams are missing a couple of key players. You know, Akers has the shoulder injury. I'm sure he'll tough it out, but you're seeing that Higby already isn't playing. And I definitely think that there's going to be pressure on these wide receivers, Cooper cup and Odell Beckham, but they're damn money guys. I mean, Cooper cup has been the best player in the NFL, in my opinion, this year, mm-hmm. when all is said and done, you know, everybody loves the quarterbacks guys, but Cooper cup made such a difference and his ability to open and stretch the field is going to be something that Cincinnati and that secondary have to stop. And the way to do that is get pressure on Stafford, which they're definitely capable of doing. Look at what happened to Patrick Mahomes in the second half. I mean, he was scrambling around. He was running backwards a lot in that game. And they were at home as well. So I think Cincinnati definitely has a chance. I'm looking at the underdog to, uh, you know, at least stay within three points, if not win the game. And both uh, both Jeff and I, doing are in certainly agreement with you that this is such a difficult game to cap just from the pure side uh, maybe not as much the total but it's not those are not bets we're going to be making we're look, we're certainly looking at the prop markets uh the super bowl mvp prop market is also one of the more interesting and highly bet ones as well where are you guys seeing the action coming in with some some juicy and intriguing long shots up props this year yeah definitely you know uh, the mvp is always very popular and what you do have are people avoiding Ben, Matt Stafford and Joe Burrow because they're only, you know, uh, slightly over even money is Stafford and Joe Burrow is slightly, you know, two to one in that range. So that's where I'm saying that Cooper Cup has definitely been very popular at the windows early and often. Chase also has been very popular on the Cincinnati side. You know, you do have some people that were taking Beckham and, you know, Joe Mixon, a couple of the other guys, but uh, definitely the top core has been cup chase and definitely acres from my perspective and my, uh, you know, shop over at the rampart. So a lot of people look for a price when they're betting on MVP and they're betting on first player to score the touchdown. And definitely you have smaller wagers that are spread across the board. And that's how we create and have great handle on these propositions because only one player could win the MVP and only one player could score the first touchdown in the game. So this is an excellent gambling opportunity. If you like a real long shot, you know, take a chance, put 10, 20 bucks on it. This is definitely a wide open Super Bowl, and it doesn't necessarily have to be Stafford or Burrow winning the MVP. Thank you. Just talk Jeff into making uh, yet another bet. He doesn't, he doesn't have enough <laughs> props in the account. Uh, Dwayne Colucci uh, r- r- runs the race at Sportsbook over at the Rampart in Summerlin. Follow him at NY Bookie Dwayne. It is always a pleasure, Dwayne. It's not really a bet center on a Saturday night during NFL season without you on the show. So we appreciate it as always and enjoy your Super Bowl Sunday tomorrow. Oh, it's going to be chaos, guys. And thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Love joining you guys. Absolutely. Thank you, Dwayne. Embrace the chaos. Absolutely. We'll, we'll, we'll talk more. more Super Bowl previews coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Coming up tomorrow, Billy Walters, the Michael Jordan of sports betting, sits down with VSIN for only his second interview ever. His first was with 60 Minutes, and now he joins legendary broadcaster Brent Musburger for an in-depth conversation discussing the current state of sports betting, advice to gamblers based on his life as a sports better, as well as his upcoming memoirs. This exclusive interview is only available on VSIN, the sports betting network. Then watch the complete interview tomorrow at noon Eastern only on vsin.com. As we're back, vsin Bet Center, part of our 56 hours of coverage leading up to the Super Bowl 56. Jeff, I, I can't believe we're... I mean, A, we're over halfway through our show of four hours, which feels like it just started, and B, the Super Bowl is actually tomorrow, and the season is going to be over, and then we basically go into the, the month-long grind of, of uh, college basketball, and then, uh, and then, yeah, I don't know what else. USFL. Indoor Football League. That's going to be a thing. Yeah, and, maybe, and the XFL, too, right? Isn't that coming? No, that's next, oh, year. next, no, never. next year. Next year. Okay. I got a little ahead of myself. Also, by the way, if you had if you had a mention of our old XFL betcast being mentioned on the program today, over half, uh, you you cashed yourself you cashed a pretty your a pretty nice. Remember uh, my my last broadcast pre pandemic was the was the Seattle Dragons and the Houston Roughnecks, where one PJ Walker yes uh, was was the uh, was one of the starting quarterbacks, and and that was the game where uh, where Jim Zorn completely yes. botched the end of it. Oh yeah, and and a loss for uh, Seattle, and then the next day the world shut down. So yeah, something's that was a that was an that was an officiating nightmare too. Oh, Should I ask Mike was, about that? I, yeah, <laughs> I didn't want to get into it. That was I, I think I was do, I was doing the game with uh, with Matthew Holt, our friend, and he was yes. he was not thrilled with the officiating. Yes, either. yes, yes. Not, anyway. We're we're going down memory lane. I realize it. There are more props we have to talk about. I don't know. So I also I somehow went through all of my props that I've played. It just organically happened that way, Jeff. We still have to get to all of yours. I mean, geez. I don't even remember what I've mentioned so I'm, far yeah, on the show. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it we out. We have a fancy graphic. Let's hopefully go my, to. My, hopefully, the cut out of my head made the graphic tonight. I would. Uh, was there enough space to fit your head on it, or did we did we did we need uh, multiple? Uh, I'm, being told the, I'm being apparently, told. Apparently, apparently, my, my my cranium was too large for the graphic. Too, too much cranium <laughs> uh, surface area for one Jeffrey Parles. We'll get to that a little bit later. Uh, let's mention some of the undefeated props in the last twenty years. These are props that, on the surface, they feel like all right, you, you're going to win because they they are they are undefeated. They have literally gone twenty for the last twenty. The one, though, that, that immediately stand out, it will flash up this graphic in a moment, Jeff. We talked earlier about the whole, and I, neither quarterback to throw over 400 yards, how that's only hap- that's happened twice in 20 years, and you can't really compare that historically because passing is so much different now in the NFL. The other era, area, I would say, in the game that has changed so significantly, especially in, in the last 20 years, is the kicking. It's been a theme of our show tonight, but here's the prop. Will the longest field goal be more than 54 and a half yards uh, the no has cashed each of the last 20 years, Jeff. And yet here we are in a position where there's no way I would ever, I would be betting the no on that prop in this current day and age of NFL kicking, especially with a guy like Evan McPherson uh, in the game tomorrow. Yeah, this is not it. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is just not it. You can't, you can't Maybe do it. You're, you're crossing this one yeah, off. No, you can't do it. You're, and look, the, the thing is, Matt, Matt Gay is... He's very good in from 50. Mm-hmm. He had, obviously, that 54-yarder in the NFC title game go awry, short and wide. But, look, you can't do anything where you're possibly fading Evan McPherson. You just can't. So, look, will there be one? Who knows? 
But I'm not betting a no there. No way. I'm not betting either side of that, in all honesty. But that's definitely a, 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 of yeah. of the undefeated of the last 20 years. That is far from a gimme to get to 21. I what Dwayne mentioned on that that South Point. It's a great prop stuff, that Chris and company that, came up with. I was kind of you know going going through that whole process in my head. That is a fascinating prop and one that. I'm not surprised they've seen under to the field goal side of that, Jeff. I'm, I mean, the fact that you could have gotten a few, the longest field goal would be would have more yardage than the total in the game was plus two twenty. You got in on that. That's a great bet. I re- that that would have been a fantastic one to have. Yeah, for for what it's worth, what I had my final score at for this game, it would be really really close for that prop. So I didn't see it at a plus price. That big of a plus price that it opened at, it would have been interesting. Yeah. But now, with how far it's been bad, no, not really. Thanks. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm with you. We'll give our we'll have our final scores uh, at at the end. I went very Swami says uh, in in homage to Chris Berman, who was on uh, on on the network earlier. That it was, it was an homage to that Jeff and my final score. We'll, we'll get to that a little bit later. The you know here's another one though in the undefeated props in the last 20 years. The, if you told me that like if you said all right this is this is one of the props that has not Cash, you know, the, the no on this prop, I would have been stunned. Over the last 20 years, we the, the game being decided by exactly seven, the no has cashed. Each of the last 20 years, Jeff, in, in what is one of the more common key numbers in the NFL, bizarrely enough, has not happened in the Super Bowl in the last two decades. Oh, boy. I, I wouldn't have guessed that either. How does that, how does that happen? Wouldn't have guessed that at all. Just, just eyeballing it here, the most common... Number has has been either three or four mm-hmm. going through this. Of course, if New England had to, ke- to kick the extra point in the overtime game, that would have been seven. But no, I look the last Super Bowl to have a seven point margin. Wasn't it the Packer Bronco ninety? Uh, no, 90 it was ago? actually after that. Oh, it was Kurt Warner and company. 23, the Rams 23, oh, the, the Titans 16. Titans, yeah, Kevin the, Dyson taken down by Jones, one yard short. Mike, yeah. Mike Jones. Yeah. Half yard line. So that was the last one. And, and the year before, or two years before was the Broncos by seven over the Packers. That's correct. And those were the last, uh, those were the last two. Yeah, really? Don't figure. But, I mean, but ha- having a Super Bowl land seven actually is a lot more difficult than you would expect. Uh, Miami completed the undefeated season, beating Washington 14-7. That was Super Bowl seven. And if it wasn't for uh, one, uh, well, one, well, one, uh, the, one what, G a premium, uh, that, that scoreline doesn't happen. It would have been 14 nothing. It would have been 14 nothing. Yeah. <laughs> one of the biggest botches in, in Super Bowl history, that play. But no, it, it, it's really fascinating. Again, it's kind of like the overtime that we mm-hmm. talked about before. It's kind of amazing when you're supposed to have the two best teams in the league that year. And I know that's not how the bracket works out, and it definitely didn't work out like that this year. 55 times, and you've only had one overtime game, and it was probably it was a game that had absolutely no business ever even right. approaching overtime oh, with, that, with, with that Patriot comeback against Atlanta, famously uh, in, in Super Bowl 51. Uh, it just uh, it's, surpri- it's surprising on that one. The next one, though, is not overly surprising that we haven't seen this happen in the no. last 20 years. No. 200 receiving yards, at least for any player. So, so, know. so this is interesting, though, Ben, because you're in, in this game, you're dealing with Cooper Cup, who's arguably having the best re- receiver season ever. You have Beckham, who I don't think could get the 200 yards, but could have a big game. You have Jamar Chase, who six weeks ago almost broke the record for most receiving yards in a game. So it's, it's interesting on that one. Again, I wouldn't bet the yes. But I wouldn't lay the price on a no. The only thing is, that's one of those that kind of like the 400-yard passer before, Ben. It kind of feels like that would be bet a little bit more than you would expect because someone with, people will come flying in late and be like, oh, Jamar Chase just did this recently. Cooper yeah. Cup is all world. Maybe they, maybe they can get there. I wouldn't bet it. But I, I think of the ones on the – it's pretty amazing. For undefeated props in the last 20 years – the first one could easily go down this year. The second one, like Rams 24, Bengals 17, just to throw a score out there. If you told me that was the final, I wouldn't be shocked. 27-20? Surprising. It's very surprising that those are 100% in the last 20 Super Bowls. Oh, no, those I'm, those I'm three. Well, the thing I was thinking about, does that 
have you gotten involved at all in the the either the exact margin of victory or the exact scoreline props? And I I bring that up when you think about the fact that okay, it's, for whatever reason, twenty straight years without a game landing seven, those are always I mean decently shortly priced because that is a key number. People don't really you know equate the two facts we just stated together. Is there another? Is there a way you can look at this and say, all right, we one of these short shots is just historically with the data not gotten there, is there a better option to look at uh, in, in your opinion, when you look at some of these exact score margin and, and exact outcome uh, props? What about exact final point totals? I mean that too, like something like a, something that would not lend itself traditionally so, to a seven. Like, I don't know, like a, would like a 23 be one of those. I, that you look, look at? I, I, I would not be surprised by an odd score for Cincinnati, as we've talked about before, because I really think they're going to be kicking field goals in this game. So, like a 19, which is 40 to 1 at the South Point. What is a 22? I don't have that in front of me. I have the ones that I can I may or may not have given uh, that out as one. <laughs> a 22. That, that I, would, I no. told you I went Swami so, so, says in the, in the, so, so, in the official VEASAN so, guide. So, so I, uh, in the VEASAN guide, guide, I gave out 27 26. 35 to 1 at Circa for a yeah, 22. Yeah, yeah, I gave a 27 26 Rams in, the circ- in, in our betting guide for this game. Rams 12 to 1 was the best number that I saw in 27. Bengals 26 points, exactly 40 to 1. 20, 26 is a good. 20, I like 20 for either team. Four, four field goals. McPherson go four for four? Absolutely. That's all you need. All right, we have one more hour. We'll give you our official final score predictions and break down the rest of our props on the other side here on VSIN Bet Center. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.